You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hello. Welcome to the Daily Music Business Podcast, bringing you the dumb and dumbest podcast. I'm Matt Bacon, here with my beautiful co-host, my radio voice, also Keith of Ghost Cult Mac. What's up? I can't do that voice anymore because it hurts too much to make, and I worry about those people's lungs. But um, all that aside, how are you today, Keith? I'm fine and dandy, even though everything is terrible. And the house is on fire. Indeed. Um, Keith, what? Man, my voice shot from doing that. And like for listeners at home, it took me like three tries to get it right. Um, what are we talking about today, Keith? Well, we got an interesting one today on tap, which is that, you know, with the uncertain future based on the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, taking over and dismantling and disrupting the entire music industry. You know, you have to have a new kind of mindset to navigate basically the near and long-term. Yeah. And this was inspired by something friend of the show, Ayal Levy said uh, when we were speaking the other day and he said, this was really insightful. I thought, um, he said, um, you know, I, I've rebuilt my company so that it can function within the coronavirus reality. You know, he's function, but I'm, I'm functioning as if it's not going to get better. And I think that like is a really shitty thing to say, but it's also like very accurate, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Like ultimately, as much as it sucks to hear, he is right. You know, it's not going to get better anytime soon. And it's, in fact, it's only going to get, you know, America. I just had lunch with a pretty high level manager and I kind of came down to that too, where it's just like America is not going to get through this. Um, And, you know, it's going to get through this, but it's going to take a long time. There's no way out. I think that's the way you have to structure your business right now and your band right now is with the idea of like, oh, we're stuck here for a while and we're stuck here for a while. You know what I mean? But I also think that when you, when you embrace it that way, it suddenly becomes much, much easier. What do you think, Keith? Well, I, you know, I think it's an interesting take. Generally speaking, it definitely makes good business sense, you know, at a base level as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, we don't know when things are coming back. There's no way to know. I'm not sure that Europe is going to do much better. Uh, you know, they're a little more, they're ahead of America 
in terms of recovery, but like, you know, I don't know that the, you know, massive European festival business is coming right back. And even though I saw that uh, Vakken is basically essentially resold out for 2021 now, um, it, you know, I, I, th I think it's a good way to go. I mean, it's, you know, it makes good sense. You know, you would run any other business this way. If you had any other venture, you have to have a plan to succeed as well as a plan to fail. So like, what if my pivot during the Corona works and then we come back the way it used to be? Do I go back to what it was? I don't think so. I think you, you know, reevaluate the landscape perpetually, but you know, AL's philosophy, which I was totally fascinated by listening to this, uh, was, you know, really, I thought, you know, pertinent. And he's had, you know, mentioned that he's seeing an uptick as a result of his, you know, pivots and moves in the meantime. And in his mind, like, don't think it's going to come back and get back to normal, continue to evolve, continue to change with the landscape. Don't count on it to come back. I think that's really brave. And, you know, obviously, it's working for him. Yeah, no. And I, and, and, and but I also think it's like, Corona teaches you to run your business at like the most basic primitive level, you know? And I think that's really important. And I think it's scary, you know, but I also think it's important to understand like, oh, okay, this is actually how we can run. Do you understand what I'm saying? Totes. Um, I don't know. And I think that if you start operating that way, then you're going to actually start making corrections for a long-term future. You know, no business really can survive two years of Corona without making significant shifts in how they present things. You know what I mean? Which is fine, but you just have to like, that's the reality, you know? Um, so just start acting like that and you're going to get somewhere a lot quicker. Um, you know what I mean? And I think that's ultimately what he's done is, is you know, is it's really just that very simple idea of, oh, okay, I'm just going to operate within the current reality, which, which blows, but like also is just where we, where we be. Um, right. You know what I mean? And I think that's, um, that's something we all need to embrace on some level or another. It's just like, okay, this is where we're at and this is how it's going to continue to be. And there is no changing that anytime soon. Um, you know, so might as well just accept it for what it is, you know? Totally. And, and I think that makes sense. I think it could. And, and as a final point before I, I let you come in, Keith is like, it also like I personally have been sort of made aware of income streams I can generate on my own that I never would have thought about before. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's Same. a lot of like ways to make money that I hadn't really realized I could make money. And that's, that's been really uh, weirdly exciting, you know, is like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Does that make sense? No, completely. And I think what I also wanted to say is, again, you know, everybody's situation is different, but we see this time and time again, failure to have, you know, like, oh, I'm good at this thing. 
or this is working and I'm going to just double and triple down on what's working. But, you know, first of all, nothing lasts forever, right? Not even sweet November rain. Exactly. And, you know, fads come in and go. Things change. The industry changes. You and I see this in the social media landscape where other social media marketers are not prepared for, like, massive changes on the platforms. People are so, and and myself included, people are so unwilling to change to change their ways, um, you know, partially or largely because changing blows. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's very hard to get people to change when they don't want to change. You know, so like realize you're not the only one who's going to have a hard time with this. Um, you know, but you need to adapt. You know, if you're if you're successful right now and things seem like oh, despite everything, I'm still doing well. My album is coming out. My campaigns are working. What am I stream? My, my single is streaming hot. Like whatever it is, that's cool. But you have to think of steps ahead, many steps ahead. And so I think the point is like, don't get comfortable. Continue to be thirsty, to quote Steve Jobs. And, you know, continue to seek and swim like a shark. You got to keep pushing and hunting. You can't stop. You can't get lazy. This is not the time. And just because you have something that is working, doesn't mean just, you know, rest on your laurels. And on the flip side, you, you know, be strategic and don't, you know, try, obviously, look, there are some, you know, I'm not belying the fact that, you know, there's a lot of people suffering out there. A lot of people hit, like I hit where it hurts the whole industry over and in regular life also. So, you know, just keep that in mind that, you know, if you are suffering and what you're doing is not working that, you know, start game planning for a change. Try not to move from a place of desperation or move strategically onto something that might work. And if you have to go for the low hanging fruit first, do that. Oh yeah. And again, again, it's not even something that might work. It's just like do the things that you can do during lockdown because like most of what you can do during lockdown is still going to work in a year when things are better right let me ask you a question let me pose something to you so let's just forecast so you know streaming is going to continue to refine and get better some bands are not going to do it i've talked to a few this week they were like yep not for us not gonna happen uh, we're gonna, we may do things with fan interaction, but we're not going to play live streams. We're not going to play over Zoom or YouTube Live or anything. Facebook Live, nothing. Twitch, no. So let's say, though, that streaming p- proliferates throughout the business. And a lot, you know, let's say a lot of bands pick it up. A lot of artists can do it or do some version of it, you know. And some bands are excelling at it. Code Orange just had another huge live stream. Yeah, like Code Orange aren't going to stop that now that they have the infrastructure. No, but but here's my question. And obviously, look, let's say shows start coming back and bands start touring. So they're not available to do all this live streaming anymore, just logistically. They won't be able to do as much. But do you think it's going to go back in the bottle like the genie? Or is it going to, this is just part of the landscape now? The thing is, the smart people were already doing this. You know, like they already, like most bands are not, like for the bands who are on tour 10 months out of the year, that's one thing, like, fuck it, you're on tour 10 months out of the year, you know? But, like, for the vast, like, the majority of, like, the smart bands, like, the bands, like, who, like, we'd be, like, stoked to sign, you know, they were already doing shit, you know? They were already, like, grinding it out. <laughs> um, do, do you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like, nobody is stoked to sign... 
fans that aren't like going somewhere real. And I think that we all saw this stuff was becoming important. And, you know, you want to, when you're looking, when you're signing bands and you're putting out records, you know, you want to be signing bands who like aren't boomers. <laughs> right. And like understand like, oh yeah, this might be kind of hard, but like if we do it, more people will know who we are. Um, you know, like this is just another thing we have to do, another piece of content we need to do. And then there's the bands who get that and the bands who don't, and the bands who don't are just going to get left in the dust. And that's just how it's always been. You know, it's the same as like bands who didn't want to start an Instagram three years ago, who like nobody gives a shit about now. Yeah. You have to start somewhere. I want to say this, like personally, I started YouTube. I had a YouTube channel for years that was underused and I regret that now because I finally got to my thousand subs for Ghost Cult Magazine, and uh, which please everybody listen, go subscribe. Congratulations, and, uh, awesome. Thank you. I mean, I, we pushed so hard. We put out literally a hundred videos in the last eight months. I'm not shitting you. And I've done as many interviews on Zoom and some other ones for my podcast, just an equal amount, maybe more, uh, in the same amount of time as I would have gone to shows and interviewed in person. But we have been, myself and my, my uh, number two there, Omar Cordy, we have been literally killing ourselves to put up high quality, consistent content on a schedule. And we've done it. And uh, it's not easy. And I mean, that's just the first, I mean, you know, many more mountains to climb. A thousand is nothing. Had I been doing this all the way, you know, I think there's a great thing I heard from my favorite YouTube uh, creator and uh, YouTube expert, Roberto Blake, who's also a great entrepreneur guy to follow. You would love him. And he says, you got to make a hundred shitty videos before you start making good ones. And he's 100% right. A uh, hundred shitty videos. So yeah, there, I'm, I'm the person that also says, there's, you know, start today, like Gorilla Biscuits, my favorite punk band, and just, you know, you gotta pick it up and start somehow. But if, you're all, if you were resistant three years ago, you're gonna need like a tectonic shift in your mindset to succeed now, if you were like resisting a while ago. You know, there's definitely like an old guy boomer kind of thing going on from young bands who are just like, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. And I understand that there's a, a chasm to cross or, uh, you know, things like Twitch and things where you need to kind of get comfortable on the platform, but they'll so suck for a while and then just, you know, suck it up and do it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. Exactly. Is like, like I get that it blows. Like we really do get that it blows, but you know, this is just the new thing you have to adapt to and it's a direction it's going. And, you know, like all the young kids are fucking figuring it out, you know? So don't get, don't get caught behind. Cause like at the end of the day, I think that there's a lot of people who thought Instagram was dumb who now think Instagram is fun and they can talk to their friends there. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, there's definitely a generational thing with, uh, we saw it with Vine, rest in peace. We saw it with Snap, still somehow around. We saw it with TikTok. We will see how long it's legal or not. You're going to see it with Instagram Reels, how quick people like you and I are going to jump right into it the minute we get access to it. And others are going to be like, nah, it's not for me. And meanwhile, everyone around them is going to be doing it. Yeah. And, you know, so... It's definitely a tricky one. I don't blame you, but it's also, you know, shit we got to figure out. So, um, the point being, start developing these things. Develop for a future that is the coronavirus world because all these things are things you can still do 
post coronavirus and they're all going to be things that help especially if you're like one of those people who like wishes they had more to do with their band here's how you fucking do more with your band this is how you get to a place where it's like oh wow we have like a million things going on with the music all the time and it's all cool and like stuff we actively want to be doing you know like is by you know like if you're trying to keep gaining fans and keep growing your band you just need to embrace the new thing that people are doing otherwise you're shooting yourself in the foot and you're at risk of me okay boomerang you um do you have any final thoughts keith <laughs> sir keithington i said eat snacky s'mores jesus christ this entire thing is just going to descend into like a weird 90s comedy podcast at some point every, every three of these we devolve into some pop culture fun but it's fine you know today's today's a friday it's a day when yeah, we, record we don't this, record but... these on fridays uh, any, for, for a reason you can hear you can hear how pooped i am my my voice uh anyway this has been dumb and dumbest you have been listening Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Grey Street.